There's a saying by the great saint Sri Nisargadatta. that Tanisha and I find very useful. It goes as follows. Wisdom says I'm nothing. No thing. Compassion says I'm everything. Between these two banks, the life of the awakened one flows. Wisdom says, I'm not a thing. It's mind. It has inherent the capacity to illumine as we make contact, steady contact, composed connection with what we take to be our world, the body, feelings, perceptions, volitions, formations, moods, circumstances, Moments of consciousness, knowing this, knowing that, themselves, all are revealed in their ever-changing nature. Ungraspable. insubstantial in the sense of not a thing. The language is always by the nature of nouns. Me, you, it. Impart a kind of concretization, reification. Unmindful, unconscious, relationship with language then then it becomes a, a prism that that refracts generates a a world that is uh, fragmented with all these discrete entities wisdom recognizes that and the futility of, of looking for certainty in that which, as Ajahn Chah would say, which is uncertain. Then there is a natural relinquishment of that confusion. And in that very uh, letting be and letting go, one, one then touches the akaliko dhamma, the timeless the ehiposiko dhamma, the ever-inviting dhamma, the openaiko dhamma, the underlying magnetic true nature, which is always drawing us within her 
garba, as the Buddha would say, tathagata garba, this, this matrix, primordial matrix, womb of the Vaskamwans, womb of the Buddhas. Wisdom says, I'm nothing. Our practice then reveals this peace. But there's still tendency then to reify that. I mean, it's, we experience it, don't we? This is peaceful. And whew, that's the suffering stuff. There's still, it tends to be this kind of differentiation between the conditioned and the unconditioned, between all the peaceful and that stuff that's causing me trouble. Sometimes we run into a wall in our practice. We keep wanting to overcome stuff. And as Ajahn Sajito, our dear friend and teacher, has said on many occasions, Kitty Sorrow, you can't bully the heart. You can try. But one just generates trouble. As the Buddha would say, it did say in the Dhammapada, you know, hatred is never overcome by hatred, only by non hatred. Is hatred subdued? This is the eternal law when we try to knock something out that's giving us trouble, we just create more aversion, deeper sense of reifying this very thing that we think we've got a problem with. Teachings on kindness, metta, the softening of the heart, very important in the Dharma. I made the mistake of dismissing them in my early practice as may I be well, may you be well, may they be well, as a kind of leave that for the older folks in their armchairs, but we're doing the real stuff in the jungle. <laughs> we're cutting through. And it's leads to trouble, frustration. me trying to conquer in the paramita map the qualities which carry one across the sea of suffering to freedom metta appears late in the game a sign of its its 
profound importance. Especially in working with these deep-rooted tendencies that we just don't have time for. Enough already! Wisdom, compassion can seem like, oh God, shall I do this practice, shall I do that practice? What I love about Nisargadatta's quote, at least for me, it reminds me there's one mind here. Wisdom says, I'm not a thing. This mind touches, sees the empty nature. Let's go touches peace, touches the boundlessness of peace. But we can try to hold on to that. There's letting go, and then there's also welcoming. Whatever's coming and going, all these conditions. To be well with that. Compassion says, I'm everything. This heart of friendliness, loving kindness, doesn't put anyone on the other side of the wall. That creates a duality. It creates suffering. Touch, investigate, empty nature, letting go, and then also welcoming. Checking if you've thrown anything out. It's not saying we have to attach to everything, get enchanted by everything, but everything has its place. All the time in the world, as our teacher Ajahn Samadhi used to say. For the conditions as they are. The friendly heart means a heart that's not fighting, that's allowing, that's making its foundation. It's very close to wisdom. Make it its foundation, just being with the way things are, not adding conflict. May this be well, just as it is, rather than having to shuffle things out the door. May you be kind, but over there, please. May you be well, just somewhere else. That impatience, that subtle aversion, or sometimes stronger aversion, it's a real block to samadhi. It's a real block to sustainable peace. The Buddha made much of this. Just as he had an image on the wisdom side about how incredibly important it is to abide experiencing, contemplating anicca change. He gave a teaching where he talked about, you know, the great punya, blessing, auspicious karma of 
being generous, making gifts to many beings, to even saints and sages, the great blessing of going for refuge, the great blessing of keeping the precepts. But he said, even, you know, for as long as a finger to maintain the recognition of impermanence, that's of another order, greater than them all. Because in even a moment of impermanence, even right now, the sensations of the body, the so-called Tuesday morning Dharma talk, we hear the touch into, experience the ephemeral, changing nature of Dharma talk. It sounds, keep dissolving. That's significant. Because even a moment starts to put of uh, recognition of impermanence, puts hairline fractures in the concretization. The projection of all these entities And the recognition as we start to see change of the beginning of the great return of noticing the heart itself. Similarly, the Buddha gave that same analogy of the, of the finger snap when it came to talking about the importance of the friendly heart, metta. In the Nguttara Nikaya, when the Buddha was talking to his uh, the monks or disciples, because if a bhikkhu cultivates loving kindness for as long as a finger snap, he is called a bhikkhu. He's not destitute of jhana meditation. He carries out the master's teaching. He's responding to advice and does not eat the country's alms food in vain. So what should be said of those who make much of it? Why would it be so important? Finger snap of kindness, loving kindness. Notice how it takes us to the non-dual. Doesn't push things out. That's the the engine of samsara. Endless wandering, endless birth and death is, is, is the taking the particular, grasping it. Everything's not me and mine. This is mine. This is me. And because things change, one experiences aging and death and then seeking rebirth. Kindness, the friendly heart, opens and envelops, takes one to the non, not to place, the non-dual place, the inclusive, the measureless.
It's not a big... Not a huge shift. It's a subtle, it can be just a subtle shift in encouragement and encouraging us just to explore with the practices that we're doing. The Buddha really emphasized this important relationship of wisdom and compassion. Penetrative wisdom he defined as knowing the noble truths, touching into nibbana, and vast, great wisdom. When does wisdom become vast and great? The Buddha said the wisdom becomes vast and great when we're not thinking to harm ourselves or others, but to benefit self and others out of compassion for the affliction in the world, seeking their ease and happiness. Then wisdom becomes vast, great wisdom. So in the qualities of the Buddha that we chant every day, what is one of the qualities that we chant? Vijjacaranasampano. Vijja is the wisdom. Charana means the activity that comes out of that wisdom. And what activity comes out of the wisdom? Compassionate activity. The two complementary facets, facets of wisdom. Understanding and then the expression of that. The manifestation of that in the world. So vast, great wisdom, it finds expression in intending to benefit all. So compassionate activity is based on the perspective offered by the four truths. It's based on the recognition of suffering coming from clinging, freedom coming from release. And when there's that deep recognition of this root where all the wise heart recognizes all things are rooted. They merge in this ground, ever-present, measureless ground of the heart. There are different ways of... uh, practicing, but just at least to to remind, we've been chanting it, but just to remind how the Buddha taught. One of the ways he talked about abiding. This is the Buddha pervading one quarter with a mind imbued with metta. Likewise, the second, the third, the fourth, above, below, and all around and everywhere. Abide pervading the all-encompassing world with a mind imbued with friendliness, kindness, abundant, exalted, immeasurable, without hostility and without ill will. Just as a vigorous conch blower 
could make himself heard without difficulty in the four quarters, so too. When the deliverance of the heart by friendliness and kindness is developed in this way, no limiting action remains there. None persists there. Just for a moment. We receive this moment. Mindfully connecting with how it is sitting, supported by Mother Earth. Feeling that firmness of the ground of the chair supporting us. Allowing the gentle rhythm of the breath to be conscious, receiving that gift from the forest as we breathe in that life-giving prana, oxygen that blesses every cell in the body. And as we breathe out, also a gesture of giving back, just releasing releasing stress, but offering gentleness. What we breathe out, the trees breathe in. What the trees breathe out, we breathe in. Just to have a gentle thought in the heart, uh, may I be well. With this, how it is. The sensations, not pretending to like all the sensations and moods. What if we welcome within the heart, the heart of friendliness, as we're breathing in and out with the sensations of the body, the feeling tones, the mood, the sense of sitting here in this hall. It's making that uh, subtle effort to not fight to let our home be that heart which is willing to be with. The friendly heart, the non-combative heart. The resistance, energies, and arise, then that's something else too. Welcome. Everything has its place in the heart of kindness.
Each in-breath, just a gentle, may I be well, may I be well with this, as it is. And then on an out-breath, with a wave of just relaxing, allowing this uh, gentleness to extend infinitely in front of us. May all that is in front of us be at ease. Just as a lamp without effort naturally shines, the light extends, so too, just carried on a gentle outbreath, may this gentle kindness emanate in front of us, blessing all the space, the forms, the beings infinitely before us. Not straining. However it, is, however it manifests, and being at ease with that. Letting that effort subside. As we stay with the body, friendly to the sensations, breathing, in on an out breath, sensing the space to our right, the right side of our body, all that is to our right. As we breathe out, sensing that space with kindness, letting a wave of non-harming extend measurelessly to our right, like that conch blower. Just allowing the intention of kindness to our right to extend, blessing, softening. Just letting that effort subside for a few breaths, just being with the what's here with a kind heart. And on, on an out breath, sensing the space behind us with each out breath extending the intention of non fighting. Friendliness, may all that is behind us be well and at ease, measurelessly.
allowing that effort to dissolve into the friendly abiding with this body sitting here. In our own out breath, extending to our left, this gentle wave of kindness, non-harming, friendliness, may all that is to our left, measurelessly, be touched and blessed. By the heart free from ill will, the kind heart. Allowing that effort to dissolve to this divine abiding sitting here in on and out breath, sensing the space above our head, and all that is above us, measurelessly through the ceiling, roof, sky stars, be enveloped, blessed, permeated, touched by the heart of non-fighting. May all that is above us be at ease. And allowing that effort to subside for peacefully just with the body sitting And on an out-breath sensing what is below us, Mother Earth, ground, Mother that supports all our life. As we breathe out, may all that is below us, Mother Earth and beyond, be permeated, touched by heart of kindness, non-ill will. Allowing that effort to subside. Just being kindness. 
Breathing in and out with each out breath, just releasing any boundaries above, below and all around. May all beings be well. Each in-breath touches the inner world with non-fighting and kindness. Blessing all that is within us and as we breathe out, just letting go into that being, measureless abiding, deep letting go as the light and power of loving kindness emanates in all directions without strain. May all beings be well. May all beings be freed from suffering. May all beings realize peace. Explore if you wish today, just gently mixing in the divine abiding, divine abidings with one's practice. Have a good day. And uh, I'll continue uh, with our interviews. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.